0: Yo, 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 and welcome back to the Banter of Boys podcast. My name is Sanji. With me is Chris. How are you doing, boy? Hey, Sanji. I'm very well, sir. How are you? Uh This feels like deja vu, Chris. <laughs> it's a little bit of deja vu. I wasn't going to mention it, but if you want it, then by all means, yeah. We, we might as well. So um this is our second time having this conversation because um we had to record a like a unique way um w- with like zoom or whatever and I don't really know how it works. So we basically had like an entire conversation, basically finished the podcast, and then realized oh, it didn't record any of this. So we're, we're gonna we're gonna try this again. Maybe the conversation might go better, who knows? Um, but let's just get started right away. Let's um do it. Why don't we start with the fan introduction segment? Tell us your name, your Twitter handle, the club that you're representing, where you're from, what do you do, and why the hell do you support Fulham? <laughs>
1: sure, no, absolutely, yeah. So my name is Chris. I am from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. For all those of you who do not know where that is, it is 40 minutes approximately from Toronto. Um, so that will kind of pinpoint exactly where we are. Um, I am a banking advisor at one of the largest banks in Can well, the largest bank in Canada. Um, uh, what else was there? I'm a Fulham fan. I've been a Fulham fan since 2006 when I moved to England. Uh, that that same year, I, I went to a Fulham Middlesbrough game for my first ever Premier League game. Fell in love with the club. Um, went at least five to six times a season, and then the last season was actually a season ticket holder uh, before we left. And ever since then, I've been watching them through thick and thin. Um, a lot of th- uh, you know struggles watching them, especially because that you know you can only get so many championship games. Over here in Canada, yeah. Um, But uh, with the zone, that was nice to help us out watching the prem, and uh, so I'm just, you know, doing my absolute best to actually follow them and be able to watch them on, you know, on telly. So. Yeah.
0: yeah um it, it, you know I'm really really happy that I was able to find uh, a Fulham fan you were the only Fulham fan that plays <laughs> fan tracks apparently um but yeah it's it, like it's like I was saying before Is it's always refreshing to, to be able to talk to a fan from like the second half of the prem um because yeah. you kind of go through the the highs and the lows of you know relegation promotion all that sort of stuff so I think being exactly. in the league you're able to better appreciate um you know football in a sense right um and and listen uh, like going to football games is always special right so what what a magical way to kind of start following fulham etc etc um so listeners typically how we kind of do these um fan segments is that we have three main sections uh so we have a general discussion segment um so we'll talk about impact of new manager ownership uh we'll go through uh previous season performance uh new season's expectations uh, old assets, new assets, expected formation, starting 11, impact of uh, the five subs, the World Cup, um, and then we'll jump through uh, the draft segment of the game, what the fans really fucking care about, you know? um, The first pick that Chris is going to suggest, the next three picks, hidden gem, and then we'll jump into uh, trading assets, right? What does Chris do? Does he look at form? Does he look at fixtures? Does he do two-for-one trades? Whatever his secret sources, is, right? Um, so I think let's jump right into it. Um, let's talk about uh, ownership and new manager. Um, yeah. Shahid Khan is still around, right? He so is, yes, yes. W- what's up with that? Um, is there another guy? There's another Khan, isn't there?
1: Yeah, so yeah, Shahid Khan, wonderful. A great owner, loves the club. Puts sinks a lot of money to us. Can't complain. I'll uh, be yeah. with Shahid with that He had a son named Tony um, and decided to let his son be the director of football. Um, <laughs> and his, he is, don't get me wrong. He's a passionate guy. Yeah. I do think he does care about Fulham. I don't think he's an absolutely, you know, prick that way. However, we are his side project. His yeah. main project is all entertainment wrestling, yeah. uh, which is his definitely his passion. Yeah. Um, and we are his side team. Um, yeah. And, it's clear as day. Just the amount of time he puts into us is nowhere near the same as for the wrestling. Yeah. Um, and I don't think he knows fully what he's doing. Yeah. Um, and so it's a little bit of a detriment for us. Uh, a lot of the Fulham fans are kind of sick of it. Um, we, you know, won the championship well before we actually, you know, claimed the title. Mm. Um, and we should have been looking into signing some players then. Um, and the fact that we haven't signed a center back yet still is a testament to what the hell is Tony doing?
0: Um, yeah. But, yeah. I, I mean I mean since since Charlie took over, you guys have had quite the manager roulette, right? You've gone through the likes of yeah. uh Raina malinstein, um Felix McGath uh you kind of yeah
1: claudio ranieri Larry, yeah
0: ranieri yeah. and um even uh park scott parker you know he's currently yep. managing bournemouth as well but now you've got yep. marco silver right um so yep. i i guess let's kind of talk about the transition from parker to marco silver right parker is very much defensive kind of didn't I mean, attack com- at all yeah yeah
1: complete just, opposite sides of the yeah. coin
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know,
1: park a ball was that was what was called deemed uh parker ball, which was essentially pass the ball until you lose it. And if we lose yeah. it, we're probably gonna concede. That was yeah. really how it worked. Yeah. Um we were playing for one ones at max. Um, if we scored first, then we were playing for one-nil. And in the prime, you can't do that because yeah. that's what happens. They score in the 80th minute, then we get, you know, we capitulate and we lose two one. Um it happened a lot. And uh, I am glad to see the backside of that. Uh, good luck to Bournemouth. They already know from last season how frustrating, infuriating <laughs> it can be. Um, I follow a lot of Bournemouth fans, and uh, you know I'm not one to say I told you so, but I did say it a lot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I, he's a good guy. That's the thing. Parker's a good bloke. He's a he's a nice guy. But goodness me, he's a bit he's a bit dull in terms of his play style. <laughs> his, uh Marcos completely completely different. Absolute 180
0: yeah i mean we can talk about now kind of jump into like how your previous season performance was right um you guys scored a hundred and six goals was it
1: insane Um, absolutely insane yep
0: highest scores in the championship obviously finished first with 90 points and you also Mm -hmm. conceded the third fewest goals with 43 right so yeah
1: which is even more impressive if you think about it because it's not like we're leaking goals either right yeah um so we did a little bit of the scott parker in terms of defending. Mm-hmm. Uh, that wasn't lost amongst the the lads, but the, the attacking was completely revolutionary for us. Um, you know, Mitro getting 43 goals in 46 games, yeah. um, setting a record, uh, you know, considering the season prior, he, you know, played two thirds of the Prem games for us. So mm-hmm. it was glad to, I'm just glad to see it. It's refreshing
0: yeah yeah yeah, for sure so um what are you really expecting next season then are you just trying to stay in the prem are you aiming for like top 10 like what what do you think Mm -hmm. is possible because i mean 106 goals is no easy feat right it's very absolutely not and
1: and i hate it when people say well it's the championship honestly i'm not even kidding you i think the championship is one of the hardest leagues in the the world and i I know that sounds kind of Weird to say, but it's just a brutal league. You know, you, you, yeah, no you're playing twice hard. a week, right? <laughs> yeah, you are playing twice a week. Sometimes yeah. even three times with the COVID yeah. scheduling. Yeah. Um, and it's just you know you get teams like Millwall, you get teams like Wigan <laughs> who are just absolutely going two for the tackle into you. Yeah. And the ref doesn't see it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, you know some of these boys that we have in our club are a little bit you know more you know swift with the play style. They're not used to getting absolutely you know tackled into and getting absolutely you know destroyed off the ball. Um, But I do think we can demonstrate that in the Prem. I think we are Premier League side quality. Um, mm. I think that we can demonstrate that through the way of our play. Um, and it's just we're in that weird limbo of we're too good for the championship, but we're not good enough necessarily for the Prem, and it's really frustrating. Um, But I think for the first time in a while that we actually have the managerial um, backing and the actual play style to prove that we can stay um like we have been in the past. You know, we were in the Prem for 15 years. People think that we were, you know, yo yo clubs since 2000. No, we've been, we're there for a long time. You know what I mean? Um, So, yeah, I think we'll be okay. I think personally, my expectation is, I would think we could get 14th, 13th, 15th. -hmm. I I don't think that's that absolute of a stretch. Mm -hmm. However, realistic expectation, of course, is just to get 17th. I think that's the absolute goal for the club uh, to just stay up. Um, And I think that is very, very realistic. I think that there's a few other clubs that aren't making the signings we are mm-hmm. and also just a little bit more bleak and yeah. uh, i think we could definitely seize the day and stay up and then if we do that then it's only up from there
0: is <clears> there <throat> any fear that you know let's say there's a post out of the season do you think marco Silva can get fired because it's it's not like uncommon <sighs> especially so, how savage the epl can be right it, it, and
1: it's infuriating because you know our schedule, the first seven games, I think we're facing four out of the top six clubs of last year, the mm. first seven. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in today's day and age, that's good enough if you, you know, if you only get, two, you know, two to three points out of those seven games, people are already asking to, you know, the sacking. Um, I think Marco, if Z- let's put it this way. I think if Marco Silva is our fuller manager by the end of May, yeah. um, the season is over, we've stayed up and he will be our manager for a good long while. I feel like if we struggle and he gets sacked, then we're just going to get relegated. And honestly, it's just, just, it's, in my opinion, in my eyes, and and I think it's just bleak after that. I think we're absolutely just going to just rot. Um, It will be really disappointing. Um, So I I think this is truly the definition of a make or break for us. I really do
0: yeah i mean just to kind of touch on the fixture run that you were talking about uh you start the season off very fucking difficult liverpool at home yeah. uh but yeah. then it's wolves away brentford at home then arsenal away then brighton um at home then spurs away chelsea at home. And chelsea right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so it's um, you yeah. you think I mean, maybe maybe you should try and get at least three wins um out of that seven game stretch right that's ideal like perfect of course i think if
1: we got three wins out of those seven then i think that's incredible to be honest i mean the thing that i think the main thing is we got four points off liverpool last season or let's say last season last time we were in the Premier, of course two seasons ago um that's incredible you know what i mean city wasn't getting that so yeah we have we have a little bit of you know the number of liverpool so i don't know i think if we can get a draw off that game um at minimum Mm. Um then it it will kind of set settle the boys and I think we can go from there. Um because if we just let's say if it's like a four 0 kind of thing, then it's mm. just gonna be it's gonna be bleak. And it's all about if we get those center backs signed before you know August fifth, I believe it is, or sixth. Yeah. Um so
0: yeah. Okay, so now let's kind of run through quickly the old assets, new assets. So now you tell me, mm-hmm. as I name these names, the names that I don't fucking recognize, and I'm probably going to butcher um, <laughs> for the outs, uh, you tell us uh, whether, okay, don't care, or, you know, if it is important, just explain how big the loss sure. would be, right? Sure. So starting off with Ty Ashby Hammond.
1: Yeah, just uh, a bit of a relevant player. Didn't actually play for us in a regular season game, so no uh, no detriment there no loss.
0: Okay, Fabio Cavaliu. <laughs> that's um, the main guy. Yeah, you, you, you're laughing because you know you know the case. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no,
1: that yeah. hurts. I mean, yeah. the only thing that was good about it is we knew he was leaving. It wasn't like wow, yeah. you know, he's he didn't sign a contract. Yeah. Um, he was supposed to go in January. Um, yeah. He didn't. Yeah. Um, so this we had time to prepare. I, you know, that's obviously who Prayer is replacing. Is he yeah. going to fill the shoes? Who knows? Probably not. Yeah. Honestly. Um, but yeah, it sucks to see him at Liverpool because. He will not get as near as many games as he did for the, um for they that he will for them as he did for us. However, um he him going is huge for us. It's mm. a huge loss for us rather. Mm. Um, he was only nineteen, got so many assists and goals for us. Mm. Um, and it's just again one of those academy players who we just got pennies for, and well, hopefully at least the, uh, you know for his future, actually get to play for the club he signed for because it doesn't happen often when they leave us. It's a bit of a curse.
0: Yeah, I mean just to kind of highlight how big of a loss Cavalier is. Um yeah. he was dig it second. In, dig it in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've got I to gotta give the listeners some stats. We're not all yeah. bullshit on this podcast. Um, so he was second for assists with eight of them. Um, if you look at key passes, he was also second behind Harry Wilson. Uh, he had 60 key passes. And he was also tied second for goals with Harry Wilson with 10 of them. So definitely a big part of what Fulham did last season. But you know yeah. what? Let me not rub any more salt in the wound. Let's move on. Cyrus Christie.
1: Didn't even play for us last year at one minute. So again, not a big loss. Okay, Fabry. Again, backup goalie didn't even play for us. Uh,
0: Michael Hector. Listen, I know he's a Chelsea boy, but I was not yeah. a big fan of him.
1: I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think he played maybe, what, five games max for you. Yeah. Um, he's not a loss per se. He It sucks because he's one of those guys behind the locker room that you could see that made a lot of people laugh and made everyone feel comfortable. So he's one yeah. of like you know, those key members of that in that realm. But other than that, playing-wise, he's not prime quality. Yeah. Um. so it's not like a loss in terms of team quality, it's yeah. a loss in terms of just an atmospheric one.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's Jamaican, right? Caribbean people are fucking awesome. Bro, yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, him and
1: Decorover Reed is so funny. Some of the videos, just that their banter is great. So that would be nice.
0: Uh, Alfie Mawson.
1: That one's a bit more annoying just simply because when we signed him, we expected a lot from him. Yeah. Uh, he was actually doing pretty well fan- uh, fantasy-wise for Swansea. He was scoring, yeah. I think it was like an average of 197 games. So yeah. when he signed for us, I thought that was going to come into fruition, and it didn't. Yeah. Um, and so the fact that we didn't get any money for him is really the bothersome part. Um, just kind of one of those ones where a huge loss in the in the books. I think it was he cost fifty million, fifteen mm-hmm. that is, in case no one heard that correctly. Uh, and uh, <laughs> he did not bring that whatsoever. Not yeah. even a third of that price. So yeah. that one just is a bit more annoying rather than a a, a loss.
0: Okay, uh, jean michael Serri.
1: This is, this is the one that surprised me. This one blindsided me. Um, he was really good for us last season. We saw what we expected from him when we signed him in the prem. Um, he actually demonstrated that in the championship, whether people Mm. would argue that's his quality now. Um, you know, that's his caliber, if you will. Um, I don't know, but I thought he would have at least been a minimum of a really good rotational player for us. Um, I guess the answer was his wages are just a bit too high to keep on. Um because he definitely would have stayed on with us. It wasn't like we, he wanted to leave. We just, you know, did not offer him a contract. Um and the weirdest thing is that he plays for Hull now. He signed for Hull. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you take with that. Uh I yeah. don't know how on earth they convinced him to move there, but yeah. congratulations to them. But very ambitious signing for them. Yeah. Um just really weird to see. But uh yeah, he will be missed in my opinion. I I will personally miss him at
0: least. Okay. Uh, Timmy Abraham, brother of Tommy. Uh, didn't play
1: for us, so yeah. I mean the last name sounds nice, and you know yeah. the TA, but didn't, <laughs> we didn't get any Tammy out of it. So we got the
0: yeah, team. yeah, yeah. Jacob Adams, never heard of him. <laughs> Eric, I'm um, I still butchered it the first time we recorded it. And <laughs> and
1: I, and I and guess what I still don't know him. So <laughs> <I> just... <laughs>
0: all right, uh, Xavier Benjamin. Yep,
1: still sounds like a WWE superstar. Never
0: heard nice. of him either. Nice, nice. Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> WWE, yes. I keep dying at that. Um, Tyler Katon.
1: Uh, again, I probably you know he's only like fifteen years old. I think. I, I yeah.
0: again, just no one. Ah, Jerome Opoku.
1: He was good for us every preseason, and then mm. as, as soon as the preseason would end, he wouldn't yeah. see a ton of day. So, yeah. um, a bit more familiar with his name. Um, won't be a loss though.
0: Okay, Jonathan Page. Sounds like someone from a book. I, I have no idea who he is. <laughs> Uh, Julian Schwartzer.
1: Yeah. Uh, so that is actually Mark Schwartz's son.
0: Chelsea legend. Um, yeah.
1: Chelsea legend. Mark, <laughs> Ch- Chelsea Fulham legend, Mark Schwartzer, yeah, so that is. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um,
1: but uh, yeah, I guess it was just a more of a nepotism buy and uh, didn't prove to be what he, his dad was for us. So yeah. I don't know what he's, I don't know if he's left and gone somewhere else or what. I think just released
0: is what, what it was yeah, saying. He's coming
1: out for him in it. So I don't know.
0: Yeah. But
1: yeah, so nothing, didn't play
0: for us like, again, though. No. Okay, what about Jalen Wildboar or Sonny Hilton?
1: I, you could have just got yeah, that from a random name, <laughs> name generator. I, I, I'm not, I, and I have, this is coming from someone who knows Fulham quite well. I have never heard of them. I will tell you one person who uh, I know isn't with us anymore because he wasn't with us last season because of the loan situation. But basically, every time we were in the prom, he played for us. And that's obviously Frank Zambo and Grisa yeah um, yo he you was fucking he is, like, such a baller bro, not man, just because of his contract points but because yeah. of
0: that fucking name
1: <laughs> no frank zambo and guisa you don't you don't fuck with a guy called frank zambo and guisa, you know what I mean? <laughs> although the only thing that his attitude is absolutely piss poor like yeah. I mean, seriously when we got relegated he was he was on the plane Every yeah. time he's like, yeah. I'm not playing the championship. Um, but you know, this will be the first season since we've signed him where we're in the Prem and he's not with us and he will yeah. be a loss. Yeah, yeah, um, I was a baller on the ball, terrible sure. attitude, but and I was an elite player. Yeah. And uh, as you as you know, and as uh, my fellow free players would know, yeah. an absolute killer for yeah. fanchecks points. Yeah, yeah. he was, he was th- fucking no, awesome, never goal or assist, ever. Yeah, but you know, yeah. he'd managed to get 12, you know, 12 yeah. average per game because he's absolutely, pu- yeah. yeah, pure ghost. Goes yeah. beast, yeah, so he's someone him. who will fantastic Fanboys, yeah, yeah. more importantly.
0: Yeah. What about Steven Sassinion? Uh, brother of Ryan.
1: So I, I is Ryan's twin. Mm. Um, so yeah, twin of Ryan, and unfortunately, I guess in the womb, Ryan took all the ability because <laughs> Steven's no idea is good. Unfortunately, we, uh, we sold the, the good one and lost. No, don't get me. He's, he's good. Yeah. He's still he's still good. Just one of those players where you know he will never play for us. Yeah. You know what um, I mean? I don't know why we loan him out.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Last two, I I feel like this is going to be a no, I don't know who the hell they are, but Kieran Bowie <laughs> and Luca Ashby Hammond. Uh
1: so Ashby Hammond, I do know, again, okay. didn't play for us. Yeah. Plus the other guy you said never heard of him.
0: Okay, brilliant. All right, let's go with the ins then. Um, let's start off with Manor Solomon coming in from Shakhtar Donetsk. Donetsk? So this, yeah. for
1: me, so far, is the most exciting fan tracks player. Mm. Um, in terms of fan tracks quality, um, mm. he has Champions League experience. He's uh, not only good on the left foot, but he's also uh, can be equally as good on the right foot. Mm-hmm. Um, huge asset for Mitro absolutely huge asset. Mm-hmm. Um, and I expect nothing but good numbers from him. He's also a forward in a season where I think there's a lack of forwards and a lack mm-hmm. of really good forwards. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think we'll get, on, of course, onto it later on. But I think he would be the hidden gem pick for Fulham, as uh, especially if your draft's coming up, because not many people have probably registered the fact that he's in the you know available to be picked up. Um, but very good player, I think he will be at least for
0: okay um what about either callum McFarlane or christian sekularak
1: both young players who will be joining us in the academy nothing more than that
0: okay João palinia coming in from sporting
1: yep so definitely the biggest signing in terms of how the hell did he go to Fulham and how the hell did you know, <laughs> Fulham to Chicago. and i understand that you know what i mean like yeah it's, that's just again this is why marco silva is a completely different echelon than than Scott Parker, he's the reason why he came. He's said in several interviews, you know, I believe in Marco's Marco's vision for the club. Um, the fact that, of course, that Marco speaks Portuguese is a huge driver why he's you know came to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's going to slot in amazingly well. And going off of what I was saying about Frank, he's just like Frank in terms of on the ball. He knows mm-hmm. how to dribble with it. He knows how to yeah. push up. He's yeah. the exact same height. He's yeah. a, you know he's a big boy. Yeah. um and i think he will be able to get similar points so maybe he might be the hidden gem you know what i mean because you mm, see him as yeah. him and a lot of people ignore cdms but yeah. you know those ghost points are a real thing so who knows yeah, man.
0: yeah. um i mean let's let's end it on the, the high note then andres Pereiro, definitely excited right
1: uh this is the biggest risk of the players we've signed of course so far um this could be a huge flop and yeah. i think if it's if he's a huge flop then it could be mean. Unfortunately, Fulham's a huge flop. I think that he holds a huge role that a lot of people don't understand. He's obviously mm. filling for Fabio's spot. Mm. Um, he's coming off uh, an immense season for Flamengo. Um, they were really, you know, disappointed to find out that they weren't able to sign him and that he was leaving to come to us. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, if people don't really follow his career, then they they'll just you know the banter will be he's a Man United reject. And yeah. I get that, you know what I mean. Yeah. He is a re- he, he's absolutely reject, but um, I don't think he truly got to even demonstrate his um his ability. Yeah, you know, he was he like utilizing all perlo, kind of right? random positions
0: as exactly. well. Exactly. Yeah. No, yeah,
1: like you know, he's like he literally known as preseason prolo. So yeah, um, the fact is that he will be playing most likely thirty games yeah. for the first time in his career in the Premier. Yeah. League, so this is his chance if he wants it, then it's his.
0: It's hilarious that you call him preseason Perlo because that's exactly what Tash called him for our Manchester United segment. <laughs> there
1: you go. You know what I mean? Like that's just a, it's, what, it's, it's yeah. you, you know it's. I hope he proves people wrong. I really yeah. for for Fulham's sake as much yeah. as it is.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um. So now I think let's jump into expected formation. Um, okay. What What is how you think you guys are going to shape up, and then maybe go through the starting eleven sure. that you think yeah. going to be.
1: So, if you know, if everything's the same way as I think we'll be, we'll be running a four, three, two, one. Um, and I'll go over who I think will be most likely to start 11 for that. Now this includes, I should mention, uh, three players who have technically not signed in on the dotted line yet for us. Yeah. So maybe it's a little bit, you know, o- over eagerness from my part, but I do think by the time at least we play wolves, that this will be the 11. Yeah. Um, at least I hope. Yeah. Um, so in goal, I have Leno, mm-hmm. uh, of course, that's a huge one right now in terms of is it on, is it not? Is he yeah. coming? Does he want to play for us? Yes, he yeah. does. Are Fulham being tight? Yes, we are. Yeah. Um, I think if he does come for us, then he will get similar points to what Areola did two seasons ago, mm-hmm. which, of course, anyone who played fan checks knew he was getting some insane points just because the amount of shots we were letting on net, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Leno's just like Areola in terms of he's a shot stopper. Um, mm-hmm. So I think if he does, you know sign he will obviously be starting 11 100 and mm-hmm. i think he actually could be a pretty good player to pick up too um mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. back is another player who technically hasn't signed for us yet he's just on all of his fitness testing, and, and that looks like it's good mm-hmm. um the, the word I was trying to remember for the first time he did was medical. He's passed mm. his medical. That's the <laughs> term, um,
0: <laughs> yeah. it for a first recording, for me what the fuck is that <laughs> word, man? Like
1: medical, I kept saying fitness level tests as if he was like fucking jumping through hoops. Uh, <laughs> so yes, he's passed his medical. So yeah. probably honestly, by the time this comes out, you, I assume he'll be a signed player. Yeah. Um, and that's Kevin Mbapu though, for, if I didn't say his name, yeah. um, FIFA, you know, Maniacs would know him as the absolute pace merchant on yeah. FIFA. Um, yeah. He's more than that. Um, people actually might not even know that he played for Newcastle um, for four seasons. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I say he played for Newcastle. I think he played maybe minimum, a maximum, rather, five games. Yeah. Um, so he didn't really play, but he, you know, was developed through them. Mm. So he's familiar with the league, at least in terms of how it works and everything. So I mm-hmm. think he would be a great asset for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, he's a Swiss international, right? So yeah. any international player you can get in your team is a good yeah. It's good if, if when you're level like Fulham, yeah. um, <laughs> next to him, I'll, I'll next to him. I'll say Tosin, uh, yeah. I can, I mean, I'm a Fulham fan. I cannot even pronounce his last name. I want to say Ad- like Edibaro, Adaro Bioyo, right? Yeah. We call him Tosin and there's a good reason for that. <laughs> uh, He's, that's
0: he's, that's, he's, that's why we call Piliquetta Dave. You know, yeah, my people can't Dave. pronounce that shit. Yeah, oh, me, sorry, I mean, that was couldn't... really racist. But y'all can't pronounce shit, man. Y'all butcher everything.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, we do. Yeah, no, hundred uh, percent. So yeah, that's why he's toasted. Um I think he's he's a great player. Yeah. Um, I say great player. That's a bit of exaggerating. Yeah. He can make a few mistakes, but that's not his fault. Yeah, that's just the way you know we are <laughs> as a club uh next to him however is the third signing who have yet to make who i do think will be with us by the time we play at least wolves and that's from west ham yeah um i think he will come in and start as soon as he's fit i think he's a bit of a knock so Mm. we'll probably have to wait a little bit for him to actually play but i do think he will come in um next to him of course is the magician uh newfound magician david blaine uh jedi anthony robinson (laughs) <laughs> uh another the Pace merchant that we have who really doesn't know how to do more yeah. than run but God bless yeah. him, he's good at it yeah. um, and everyone knows of course, FanTrax wise he's an absolute beast Yeah. Um, so you know what, I'll say this Fanchax-wise, Fulham's actually a pretty good club yeah. Um, yeah. we have a few players who can get the points, um, whether or not we win or lose, that's the best part um, so uh, then we moved to the two Sunday uh, holding midfielders so we got Harrison Reed. Mm. Uh, just one of those ones where he doesn't get the points yeah. for fan tracks, but he's good for us. He's yeah. you know, um, he's there. And uh, then we have Japalina, of course. Um, you know, I think he's going to be immense. So I really do. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Wilson on the right, mm. Herrera in the center attacking, and then it'll be probably obviously Manor Solomon on the left. Mm. Um, and then of course, you know, the Serbian beast himself South up front.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um so i mean there there's a couple of players that um that have kind of performed for you guys in the past right that you you uh didn't really mention i want to say um the likes of let's say and i mean listen they're probably not with the club obviously but um Mm -hmm. the likes of anthony knockout tom kearney um yeah. who else was there uh Cabano still so with us yeah he'll be yeah. Uh, coming off the bench uh um, ivan cavallero as well yeah was another uh, name first you right? still have him as well um so, do you think, like, be, be, the reason I'm the reason I'm asking about Ivan is because I think uh the last time you guys were in the Prem, he was actually a mm. top fan track scorer, right? That's when Mitro wasn't used quite well. And I think Cavalero got pens and was fucking horrible at it. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, Anthony Robinson obviously w- is a fan tracks beast. Like, he's one of those players that just fucking magically racks up points, even though he's not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what are you expecting then um, in terms of like fan tracks, points, layouts and stuff like that? Like, are you just expecting Mitro to go back to his best? Because, I mean, if you look at, I think, the 2018-2019 season, he scored mm. 388.5 points, which was averaging out to 10.5 points per game, uh, yeah. regular default scoring, right? Now, yeah. for a guy that scored 43 goals, you'd think maybe he kind of reverts back to this, right?
1: Hundred percent. I mean, especially considering you know the twenty twenty one season, he got twenty seven games under his belt, three goals, three assists, and in my league format, was getting a what seven points average, I think, after the season ended, which is abysmal, right? Yeah. Um, If he does what I think he will do this season, Mm. then he will be the likes of similar of Ivan Tony of what last year was, and that's a good pickup. Yeah. Um, I think that Mitro will most likely be everyone's first full on player they pick up in a draft. I mean mm. I think the average draft position says that demonstrates that very point. Mm. Um, and I don't think that's the wrong choice at all to draft first if you're going to draft a full on player. Mm. Um, but I do think this is his se- this is his season to prove himself. Um, okay. And I think he's a very good bet. If you can get him in like seventh, eighth round somehow, mm. yeah. me what a steal you know, um,
0: but yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Well, I mean, before we jump onto like the whole draft side of things, yeah, absolutely. let's quickly talk about five subs World Cup. Um, oh, fuck man. that winter World Cup. But yeah, the five subs. Yeah. I mean, when we did our um, Bournemouth segment, Carl, um, who was our fan representative, actually um, did not like this whole um, five no. minutes rule. Right. Um, he says yeah. how it kind of pretty much just benefits the top clubs that actually have the depth to use it. What oh, are absolutely. Your thoughts about this?
1: No, and he, you know, he's absolutely amen to that it's it's, it's, stu- it's stupid um yeah. it's absolutely in favor of the big teams yeah. um you know we have the likes of and i'm not you know trying to insult them but we have the likes of Cabano Caballero, Kearney mm. coming off the bench and those yeah. are the three best subs yeah. let alone you know top, you know five and then you have the likes of Mares and you know, you know, a tired Bernardo Silva coming off the bench for City yeah. sometimes—it's ridiculous. Yeah. That's not the same caliber whatsoever. Yeah, um, it's not fair. It's yeah. also, as you probably assume, not good for fan checks. Yeah. Um, if you like to abuse, uh, you know, auto subs like a few of my friends do in our <laughs> league, then that is not going to be you know as good for you because yeah. you have statistically a worse chance of having you know the likelihood of a player coming on off the bench. Yeah. Um. But, you know, those are the rules. And I don't think really, I honestly don't think anyone's really in favor of those except yeah. for players who want to come off the bench. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, of course, the World Cup in the winter absolutely fucks with everything. But, you know, <laughs> we have the to to Qatar apparently. and uh, Yeah. Um, how,
0: how many you know, players are going for the World Cup, you think?
1: Top of my head, I think five. Mm. And I'm going to go over them quickly. So, Mitro, obviously, 100%. Yeah. Um, if we sign, if we do sign Kevin, which I think is like not, not pretty much done, he's yeah. gone. Yeah. Yeah. Anthony for the states. Yeah, uh, Paulinia might make it. Probably on the Portugal bench. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. And then Harry Wilson will play for Wales. So yeah, five. Okay. Um,
0: yeah. Awesome. Uh, well, I mean, before we move on, you're you're Canadian. You're from Canada. You must be fucking over the moon that Canada's in the World Cup, and you guys are going to host some of the games for for the next like upcoming World Cup.
1: Yeah, absolutely ecstatic. You know, it's been over 30 years since we've been in a World Cup, and yeah. the fact that we're going to make it to two World Cups back to back is insane. Yeah. However, I think it's deserved. I don't think it's something that you know we've 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 worked for it, and yeah. uh, you know to have the likes of Jonathan David and Alfonso uh, Al- Davies in your team, those two yeah. players can fit in nearly every international lineup. So. This is, you know, huge for us, and it's, you know, I'm expecting a goal. You know what I mean? If we score, <laughs> I'll be happy, and, I, and, and that's just, that's just who I am. You know what I mean? I'm a Fulham fan, and a Canada football fan, and you know, I don't expect much, but when when I'm blessed with a goal, and you know, I'm, I get excited. It's the equivalent of you know, Manchester United reaching you know a Europa semifinal or whatever it is for
0: them nowadays. So True. like trust me right. i i share that sentiment because i'm actually from trinidad and tobago so when we made the world cup 2000
1: uh, what 2007 right
0: t- yeah it was the, the one in yeah. germany right um yeah. we drew to sweden nil all i yeah. was living in barbados at that time i ran out my door waving my trinidad flag like we won the world cup like
1: absolutely 100 <laughs> you know what i mean like i'm not kidding you we we've got you know croatia belgium and morocco and if yeah. we draw one of those games, yeah. I'll be over them. Yeah. Just draw. Yeah. And, you know, a few of us uh Canadians have a way high expectation because we've dominated our group stage, yeah. but, you know, World Cup's a completely different beast. Yeah. And uh I'm just excited to watch them on television and sing the national anthem and I'll be emotional about it and I can't wait.
0: Yeah. 100%. Yeah, really happy for you, man. Okay, let's Thank move you. on now to the draft side of the game. The segment Absolutely. that the fans actually give a fuck about.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. And if you fast forward, I do appreciate it, but here we go. Let's yeah.
0: Go. Um, okay, let's talk about your Facebook from Fulham. I think it's obvious, right?
1: It's gonna be obvious. It has to be Mitro. Um, I, it's what I recommend to anyone out there who's, who's thinking about picking up a Fulham player. And yeah. you know, if you don't, if you don't pick him up, then someone else is going to. That's just the yeah. fact. There's no you're in a joke league if he's not drafted. That's just the case, and you know that. Yeah. Um, so he will be taken by someone. It's all about what position you take him in. And I think right now he's averaging seventh, eighth. Um, there will be some leagues where he might go six if people are desperate for a four, and there may be some leagues where he might drop down to ninth because they think they're gonna get what he was two years ago. Mm. Um, but he's a hundred percent the person you've got to pick for Fulham for first. Yeah. Um and I think he will end up being the best player for Fulham. So okay. I I think he'll warrant that
0: pick. So where where would you suggest managers draft him then? Which round?
1: So let's just say it's a ten man league or average, because that's what it usually is, right? For a lot okay. of TV I would say probably eighth
0: okay seventh
1: seventh eighth
0: yeah what about 12 man league because that's usually what um i play with actually
1: okay then then seven for six okay okay yeah
0: would, would you be yeah. happy with like two forwards like tony and um Mitro as your forwards for the season I listen i know for there's a scarcity of forwards at the moment it's really really so, tough right so
1: you saying would i be happy if my two main forwards were ivan tony and Mitro? yeah yeah, no no. no.
0: <laughs> but wouldn't. like, but um, what if your midfield had like the likes of, let's say, uh, Madison and Mount? On pick.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah KDB or something oh, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I mean, obviously, if Mitro and Antonio are uh, your your two strikers, then you have to, yeah. have, to
0: have a KDB. Yeah, midfield. exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's therefore,
1: then yeah, of course, then that's not that bad because um, Mi- Mitro's on pens, right? Mitro's of course on pens. However, yeah. Mitro Fulham is not good with pens, as you know. Um, mm-hmm. I think Ivan, Tony, and Mito are kind of too similar of the same player. Yeah. They show up and then go away for two weeks and then show up and then go away yeah. for two weeks. Yeah. Um. But they are also their team's main goal provider. So, okay. um, if, Let's say if Brentford and Fulham score, I guess he's probably scored. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's good. I would say that's good if you have a KGD in the midfield.
0: Okay. Um, let's move on to the next three picks. Who do we got? Okay,
1: so... <sighs> Hmm. I'm going to have to honestly say, and this is going to be bold because there's no obviously prior prior data whatsoever, mm. but I'm going to say Manor Solomon only because okay. I think he's so versatile with the left and right. Mm. Um, and I think he's just going to be an absolute machine for Mitrovic. Um, and what I've seen through highlights of his play style, I think he suits Mitrovic the most mm. just because he's so explosive on the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think the fact that he is a forward in franchise that's his confirmed uh, confirmed uh, position mm-hmm. that he that's just a benefit for 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 the league. Um, and I think he he will probably be second. Um, and the thing is, there's no there's not much doubt on where he's getting picked right now either because he just got added today, right? Mm. Um, so if I had a if, let's say you in a twelve man league as a forward maybe like 11th or 12th. Um, okay. I, I reckon, I, I, I mean, I, definitely obviously he's going to picked after Metro, yeah. um, um, But I do say, you know, I suggest for a third round a third tier striker, a hundred percent, he's good enough okay. in my opinion. Okay. Um, and then I have a combined tie for the next two, which would be Pereira and Harry Wilson. And it's for the main reason of they're both on corners. Yeah. Um, Harry taking the left and Pereira taking the right. Uh, so far, Fulham have scored six goals in the preseason. Obviously, it's preseason, but you know, mm-hmm. if you still look at that kind of data and based off what you can see, yeah. five out of six of those goals have been dead ball goals. Mm-hmm. And then three of the five of those goals have been from corners. Yeah. Um, Micho scoring, of course, each and every single one of them, per yeah. in two assists off the corner and the and yeah. then the other one. Um, this is the best Fulham have looked for set pieces in a long time. Okay. Um, you'd think that this would be something you would be consistent with because of Micho and his height and his ability, you know, off the ball okay. however we actually have the consistency now of scoring corners it looks like yeah um so that is something that a lot of fan checks players will want to look at mm-hmm. i mean if you're into fan checks you know that you want to know who's taking the corners you want to know yeah. who's taking the free kicks yeah um wilson will most likely still be the free kick taker for us yeah um he's guaranteed to take those left-sided corners so yeah. probably has the edge over Pereira. honestly yeah. they could both be probably. Over Solomon for points wise, I wouldn't be that surprised. Yeah, um, but they are definitely those two players will 100% again be drafted in your yeah. if you're in a yeah. 12-man league, they will be taken. You're not going to get them yeah. off the wire unless they're yeah. you know later down the road, they just gain no points and you know you can pick them off then. Uh, but they will be drafted 100% both of them.
0: Okay, and what round would you go for either higher? Uh, so, Wilson, Pereira? I think, is getting a- a- average around 10-11. Mm. Um,
1: Pereira just behind him at 12-13. Yeah. Um I think Wilson I think that's fair. I think yeah. that's fair. I think if you're in a twelve man league and you get a Wilson.
0: Yeah.
1: Honestly, I just see his name and I, and I, I see points this season. So I, I think Wilson definitely is a nice midfield pick.
0: Okay. Um so your so your yeah. three are basically Solomon, um Wilson, Pereira. And then
1: Mitro is number one, of course. Yeah. So it's really four. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right, cool. Okay, so now that we've kind of talked about like the three picks, the first pick. Why don't we talk mm-hmm. about at least one hidden gem? Maybe you've got another one up your sleeve.
1: Yeah. Um, I'd say, yeah, I always have more than one for everything. So I have two. Mm. Um, I've mentioned briefly both of them. Polinia yeah. is a hidden gem yeah. um, because I think he will do Zambos' role. Yeah, um, And I think he will get Zambos' points. Yeah. And the difference is he... Has scored a few goals for sporting and he's already yeah. scored a goal for us in preseason. Sambo didn't mm. get goals. Yeah. So there's a little bit of a difference. There might just be the ghosts, but there also could be the potential actual physical points coming in from, yeah. you know, goals and assists. Yeah. Um, the other hidden gem would be Leno. Um, mm. I know goal- goalies are rarely ever drafted unless, you know, they're the top two, like, you know, Edison and Allison. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't expect anyone to draft Leno, mm-hmm. um, but I w- wouldn't be surprised if he's a top six keepers in the league by the time the season finishes i wouldn't actually be that surprised at all um so i would say those two anthony's le- robinson's a less of a hidden gem more of an obvious gem mm.
0: um the only yeah i was just gonna bring him up actually yeah
1: like the only like i, I there's just i guess there's a, that full-on bias where i know he's not the greatest player and so mm. therefore to me in my head i wouldn't recommend people drop them but yeah. then i remember this is fan this player's ability doesn't actually represent Fan <laughs> <track> points <support>, clearly. <laughs> yeah. And I I picture as if he was listening to this and he's crying, but of course he's you know. Um no, but like he is a fan checks proven player. So yeah. he will be drafted as well. Um yeah. and he's not even a hidden gem. If you know fan checks, you know that he's gonna be taken. Mm. Um and he might be very well the only defender who gets taken. Unless again comes before you draft, and he very much will probably be drafted as well
0: yeah listen i mean anthony's a magician right so that probably explains why I mean, he's getting all these points <laughs> that is
1: true you know like you know just quick slide of the hand look at that 15 you know fa- ghost points like okay buddy like
0: there you go know. You know there mean? you go like, absolutely yeah
1: stellar point good point
0: so which round are you would you take polinia one of those like 15th 14th yeah you know? i mean he is getting drafted he's he's
1: on the yeah. adp he's In a 12-man league, he's getting taken, I think, 15th, 14th. Mm. Um, So I'd take him then. Um, I wouldn't draft Leno because no one's going to probably draft him. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then Robinson, I actually forget what his ADP is just because I'm a bad fan. So Um,
0: (laughs) Robinson's ADP is currently 146. So that proves to be in a 12-man league. What is that? That's around 13th, 14th? That, yeah i I don't know how to do math i build robots they do math for me
1: <laughs> Fair enough. So I, I think my math is correct my My job is more to do with math so i don't have rob was doing my accounting i mean stuff, so.
0: uh, the way it works in my head is that okay 146 you divided by 12 right, then, 12 yeah so you yeah, yeah, yeah so 12, 13, yeah. yeah
1: um yeah because i was thinking 11th man league for my because that's me being biased with my own yeah. personal thing yeah, uh, so yeah, yeah, around 12th, 12th position. Um, anything before that, I would consider a stretch. Mm. Anything after that, I would consider very well done. That's a solid first player you just got. Yeah, um, he can win. He can win a you know a, a weekend for you um, yeah. if he gets you know there's there's he has won a weekend you know weekends for against me before. So yeah, he is that kind of guy. Um, it's insane. He's just he's really annoying. <laughs> is, again i'm gonna go on a tangent about this guy you just watch him you're like he's so eh. but yeah. fan you, like, yeah. you look at the fan tracks it's like 16 points before you know you even get the you know the bonus for yeah. you know 90 minutes played it's incredible
0: yeah it really is okay lovely um so now i think let's go on to the final segment which is trading assets right so how, how yeah. long have you been playing fan tracks for
1: yeah so i've been fan tracks this will be my fifth year and the year uh my first ever year was in toga Mm. Um. So, really, six years of fantasy draft football.
0: Okay. Okay. So, definitely an experience manager. So, yes. what do you look at when listeners? You do I have won.
1: I have won two seasons. Okay. They so, go. flex. Well, you know,
0: flex if you have exactly, to. <laughs> right?
1: Every third season, your boy Chris comes through and gets a double. Okay. So. Take take that what you will, but you know yeah. this is something you want to you know a, a elude to you, okay? So
0: so so um, I mean, do you do trades? And if you do, what do you look at? Do you look at form? Do you look at fixtures? Do you typically do two for one trades, ten to one trades? I don't know. Uh, like, see, oh, this
1: is oh. this is when all of my friends who are listening to this eventually yeah. are gonna laugh yeah. because I am known as the devil <laughs> in terms of trading. They call me the worst names under the sun. I am a I am a shithead when it comes to trading. I. I will offer you the most useless trades for you and the best trades for me, thinking you're an absolute fool for taking them. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I do that. I used to get away with it because everyone thought I was innocent and then they realized this guy's a scumbag. <laughs> um, but my philosophy in tr- trading, and this isn't even a secret to the people who I, I know me because they, they've kind of clocked it now, yeah. I look at fi- future fixtures. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a combination of future fixtures and a player who is absolutely overplaying. Their points and mm. going well above and beyond what they're capable of doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, it's all about learning when to sell, uh, sell when they're at their high, mm. and just as about the drop, you sell them. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I remember a couple of seasons back, that was with McCholson who was at Watford. Yeah, uh, that's what me, In fact, that was Tolga. That was a long time ago. Yeah, um, I sold. I, I sold him for Erickson, who was doing terribly at Tottenham at the time. Mm. Did a do one for one swap, and I ended up winning just because of Erickson. Oh, um, so yeah. it's all about learning when to trade at the right time and it's hard to do that obviously because like you know you got the likes of let's say bowen mm. and he don't get me wrong he was consistent the whole season mm-hmm. but there was um he's one of those players where like is he going to stop playing well he, yeah. you know what i mean because he's just one of those bland players right yeah he, 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 so um but you gotta know when to pull the trigger and just say hey listen mm-hmm. you know i'm watching you know. Going to win and he's you know starting to play a few more games and he's doing pretty well mm-hmm. and um you know with you know you know, you know rotation should I trade that kind of player because he's not going to mm-hmm. you know necessarily start yeah. um but yeah my biggest advice is if you feel like a player is about to go on a downhill spree or it's just kind of plateaued points mm-hmm. wise then mm-hmm. trade him because most likely um that player is going to go on a downhill and you're going to get stuck always selling a high
0: yeah yeah for sure um. Yeah all right well i think that's all we had planned to talk about um that's pretty much the podcast i don't know is there any other stuff that you kind of want to add about any of the topics or assets that we've kind of discussed or any final <sighs> pieces of advice for managers that are playing you know maybe their first season or their 10th season
1: yeah i mean I, yeah I, so I'll go, I'll go off one for people who are new to fan because i've seen a lot of people actually you know, be new to the season um, the draft formula is definitely on the rise, rather than you know the cringy fantasy Premier League when you you know choose and pick a player every week and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I would say for the first for the first year player um, for the first year players, don't look at the name. Mm. This isn't FIFA. Uh, you're not picking an 85 rated player, yeah, um, and thinking he's going to be great for you. Yeah. There is hidden gems. There are players like the likes of Anthony Robinson. There's players like the likes of you know. Uh, who, you know there's several examples like people for instance um um when who was that leads player who came from um furpo junior furpo yeah yeah well yeah. yeah. oh, he's gonna be immense uh, shout out to Albo. Um, he thought my, my he, friend, was he, thought he was terrible so he, he was the first player in my <laughs> recollection, who got a consistent – he had a minus average. Yeah. He's the first player I've ever seen that. After three games, <laughs> he had a mi- minus average of two average points per game.
0: Yeah. I've never yeah. seen that. Yeah. So
1: it's one of those where just because you know the player's name doesn't yeah. mean they're going to equate in fan tracks. Because yeah. um, a lot I- of people will see the likes of a Rodri, yeah.
0: right? Yeah. And,
1: and in regular fantasy football, why would you ever pick, pick him up? But in yeah. fantasy fan tracks, he's an immense yeah. player. You know yeah. that, I'm sure, right? Rodri yeah, was yeah, insane. Yeah. Because just because they're a bit boring Mm. doesn't mean that they're boring in fan tracks. And that's why I love fan tracks. It gives those kind of players like Polinia, Zambo, Vaudrey, what I mean. Those players get to shine. Yeah. um, Because tackles are important. You know, tackles one are important, steals are important, clearances are important, blocks are important. Um, so definitely focus on that. Don't focus all on goals and assists. Um, focus on how is this player getting this, these points when he's not getting goals and assists? Yeah, um, yeah. Because ghost is as important as actual points, you know, coming from goals and assists.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, one of, like one of your players that I'm excited just from a ghost ghosting perspective is Harry Wilson, right? He got 102 key points absolutely last season, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Like yeah. even he, if he's he a doesn't get game, or anything. He, yeah, he pushes
1: up so much. Yeah, exactly. And that's the other thing, and like, that's what I was going to get on those those selfish players. Mm. You, know, you get frustrated with, like, why are you shooting that, Harry? Why are you yeah. shooting that? Guess yeah. what? They just got you. They just got you two points for an SOT. Shot yeah. a target. You know what I mean? Yeah. And th- that's what you want. At the end of the day, um, as a Fulham fan, obviously, I'm going to get pissed because Harry Wilson shot a shot he should not have missed. Uh, he should have shot and <laughs> should have passed it. But guess what? If you have Harry Wilson on your team and you drop yeah. him in ninth, he just got you two points for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why it's annoying when you when you support a football club and they're yeah. fan checks because, you're happy that they're getting you points, but at the same yeah. time, they're not—they're not demonstrating that for your actual team in yeah. the league. Um, so, yeah, definitely focus on ghosts because I think a lot of people in the beginning focus just on strictly goals and assists mm. um, and clean sheets, but really look into how they're getting up points elsewhere because that is a very underestimated um, little bit of um, statistics that go under under the radar. Okay. Um, yeah.
0: Brilliant. Man, this has been a fantastic chat, Chris. Thank you so much for putting no, up with my ass.
1: No, <laughs> man. Thank you for staying up till three in the morning over where you are and uh, putting up with the, the fucking abysmal time zone.
0: L- listen, I can I can chat football any time of the day for any thank length you, of, of time. Like, um, towards the end of last season, we had two three-hour podcasts and we no, cut bro. shit out. Like...
1: 100% If you ever need me For whatever reason I am always available Oh bro we'll definitely me. Have you back on yeah. 100% yeah. I love your I love, energy. I
0: love that Everything that you have to you. provide Because our plan no, Is yeah. to, to kind of Catch up with These fans um, Maybe you know They'll have Updated information About some assets You know maybe Suggest yeah. other assets That know, we're overlooking That sort of stuff Exactly right, so.
1: And you know Fulham They'll be buying Two or three players In January Because we'll be Desperate to fill <laughs> Some roles that are Bleak and I'll be Back to say Hey guess what This player might Be it for us
0: You know what I mean And who but, knows uh, no, Who your I, manager will be them as Don't well I didn't right? say that
1: it's <laughs> gonna be Michael Silva and we're gonna be seventh in the league all right we're gonna be fine
0: yeah no nah, in yeah, yeah. all
1: honesty I'm a huge fan and I'm even bigger polyfanchex fan so uh I'm I'm passionate for both things and it's it's nice to see someone who's equally passionate about fanchecks 100%. and um I Thank can't you, wait to hear more from you and uh it's yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, keep in touch. Um, keep listening to the pod. Uh, take 100%. part in the community is what I would say as well, right? To anyone yeah. who's listening right now, we have a fun. Fa- listen, it's not as big as the FBL community, but we do have our own special community, and it's growing. We do. It's growing no, every do, fucking yeah. day, right? Um, no, it's, it's the just, same if you thing, type in fan tracks yeah. on
1: that Twitter search engine, you're yeah. seeing more and more football yeah. fan tracks rather than baseball and American football. And yeah. Stuff. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, it's for sure. It's, it's rising. It's bit really exciting
0: to see. Don't be That's afraid great. to. Yeah exactly it's free I, it's fucking free and don't don't be afraid to like you know ask questions ask for help start conversations right that's one yep. of the reasons we're starting this fan segment like i'm i'm sure chris you'd be more than happy to answer any fulham questions right if anyone oh, reaches no, out to you. Yeah. If, you,
1: if you want to be foolish enough to come in and, PM <laughs> me and ask me a question and you want to be and you want me to be you know the reason why you you uh, blow your title season then absolutely i'm here for you uh, nah, sp- no no so, speaking hey, as a two-time
0: winner you. he's being so hey, modest all of a sudden I, I
1: have yeah i am an absolute uh yeah no just yeah feel free to message me um yeah. and especially if you know there's another signing that might come in before your draft and yeah i'll let you know if even if for any club i'll let you know if they're going awesome. or not, in my opinion for fan checks
0: love it thank you so much again man all listen. Right, let's no, thank um, you <laughs> so what we are gonna sign off now um i think the next episode uh it's supposed to be maybe crystal palace i have no idea how we keep fanning these fans but you know what i fucking love this community that's what this community is about right everyone's just happy to come together and help each other out and yeah just looking forward to the next one so until then peace